Welcome back, everyone. This is Lessons from Leaders, which is a podcast that's hosted by Humentum, as well as my own firm, LGC Consulting. And we are so, I am so excited. I always say we like I had a whole bunch of people behind me. I am so excited to have uh, Giovanna Rios Cisnero, who is Panamanian based in Panama. She, uh, We were just commenting. We've spoken so many times now. Um, Giovanna, I feel like I we are friends, although we're only Zoom friends at this point. Um, and Giovanna has quite uh, interesting background in history, which I, um, as a leader, from a very young age, and right now she is the vice president for the Panamanian Family Planning Association, or APLAFA, in the Spanish acronyms. So, Giovanna, welcome. And Thank you. You, you. Yes, and you want to just start off by telling us um, how your leadership journey actually began quite young. So if you would tell us about that, um, just to get us a taste of who you are. Thank you. Thank you, Lynn, for, for this opportunity. I'm, I'm very grateful to have the chances to, to share another conversation with you. And I'm glad that I found a new uh, friend, beautiful friend. So thank you for having me. Um, well, I started as a teenager, I remember, and I was very lucky that uh, another teenager at that moment invited me to be part of a PAFA as a volunteer and as a peer educator. So um, I started there and then, you know, sharing comprehensive sexuality education with my friends and with peers at my school, but also at my community. Um, and then, um, you know, as, as I move forward, I realized that what I was doing, somehow I felt it was not enough, um, that I needed to, um, you know, to try to influence decisions within the organization. And uh, APLAFA is also a partner association of IPPFWHR. And I'm currently the board chair of IPPFWHR. So, so you need I can to tell my connection. You need to tell people who at IPPWH, etc. is. <laughs> yeah. So IPPFWHR is the International Planned Parenthood Federation in the Western Hemisphere region, um, and uh, and we um, we have different partners around the world and in Latin America and in the Caribbean in Panama. APLAFA is our partner. So that's, that's how I, I, I got connected with that, you know, rated movement. Um, and, um, and as I remember my own story, I realized that, you know, those decision-making spaces were so important because mm. what it, you know, at the moment when I, when I was a teenager, it, it took me a lot just to get to, I don't know, 15 other girls in my community and then I started, you know, discovering the concept of programs and uh, strategies and things like that, national plans and then regional plans. And I just wanted to be part of, of those decisions um, that were really affecting me and my friends. And that's how I, I got involved uh, at that early stage. Uh, I think I was very lucky that that friend invited me. And and changed your life's trajectory in some ways. You know, Completely. you might have gone a different way. Completely. Yeah. And you said yes. So the friend invited you and you said yes. You could have chosen 
you could have decided it wasn't for you or you weren't the right person or whatever, but you said yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question because I never imagined my life saying no. <laughs> so yeah, that's how important that, that yes was for me. Right. And then you've been um, asked also uh, as you've been coming up as a young leader to participate with people that were much more seasoned than you, that were, had been, um, you know, involved a lot longer than you have been. And you said yes to those situations also. Can you talk about that? Yes, I think, um, yeah, I think in my own, you know, reflections, I think it was a challenge I have to uh, recognize, but also I was very fortunate to be uh, for so many years and in so many circumstances and still uh, in so many circumstances, the youngest in the table. Mm. And I think, um, you know, um, I think, Maybe when I'm, you know, as, as I'm getting older, <laughs> I thought that would change. You know, at the beginning, I was just like, I wish I can have 25 years old and be, you know, when I was a teenager. And then I wanted to be 30. And then when I uh, get into my 30s, now I'm going to be 40s. And, and, and I just, uh, I think the feminism uh, concept and in, in the intersectional feminist approach help me understand that, you know, it's not a matter of me getting older. Um, it's a matter of how we can understand uh, discrimination functions, depending on who you are, how old are you, where you live, um, you know, what, what languages do you speak, um, and, and that definitely could determine the opportunities that you can uh, access as a young woman. Uh, and I think for me, um, I was lucky that many other uh, feminists fought hard for me. For me, having those opportunities, opening doors for me, uh, being there for me, um, giving me their seats in many occasions, uh, and the opportunity to speak. Uh, and, and I think that was key to me, and it's part of why I'm doing what I'm doing, as a volunteer uh, member of the board of directors of IPPFWHR and a club, I think I also, you know, feel that responsibility of creating spaces for more women and girls uh, because I experienced that myself. And as you were saying, it definitely changed my life, but also, you know, the life of my family determined the career that I, um, that I wanted to pursue so it, 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 it has been a lot of joy and, um, and learnings uh, for me. So I wanted to just pull out a couple of things you said so that the woman gave you, gave you their seats. So I'm envisioning, you know, as opposed to me saying, I'll do that. They said, no, let, let's Joanna take this place. And then also gave you an opportunity to speak. And so that, I just want to pull that out because it's so, again, leadership, these women, assuming they were all women, their leadership was to make space for you as opposed to making their own space, their own voice. Does that, am I getting that right? 
Yeah, yeah. amazing leaders. Leaders yeah. that really wanted to see, you know, uh, the world transform and run by young women. And I think that I was very lucky to, uh, to get to know them. And, 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 and you know, I, I think... Of course, you as, as, as an individual, you have to do your homework, right? You have to be, be prepare yourself. You have to be disciplined, uh, organized, and, and, and all that. But I think it is a combination. It's not just, it, it just, you know, for me, it's not just about the effort you're putting into it, uh, the role or your own leadership story, but also, you know, other people that are being around you, like, you know, my mentors or other women, not just in the organization, uh, you know, in my local organization or, or even uh, internationally, but I think, you know, my mom, my friends, so many other women who have been there for me, uh, helping me uh, as, as, I, as I evolve uh, in my different roles and uh, getting excited about, you know, my ideas or what I wanted to pursue. And I think, uh, I think that's important because I believe there is a lot of, you know, this idea of, of misunderstandings and myths that are all the time there saying that we women don't support each other. And I think it's because, um, you know, the whole patriarchal system and the macho culture, right, that, that, that is not allowing us to tell our stories. And when you hear about uh, you know, from other women, not just not just from me, but if you listen stories from many other women, you will discover how many other women have been there for mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And so it's this uh, solidarity and sorority that I think is so critical to share with other girls and, and young women to look around, you know, and, and, and see that there is, you know, also other there trying to see how you can do better, how they can support you. And, and I think it's just a matter of, you know, look around and, and find someone. Uh, or sometimes they will find you. And, and the part I would add to what you said is also the women who do have power or are in leadership to, it seems so critical to put your ego away and it's what are we trying to create here and who do I need to help raise up um, and that's hard sometimes when women themselves or people themselves feel like they're not being heard already it's it's hard to uh, step aside so someone else can can rise up so I'm appreciating the women who have um, helped you rise up the space that they made, and I'm sure the space that you're making for others too. Yeah, and I think it's also a matter of how um, you are understanding the leadership concept. I think, mm. um, you know, I think somehow we have received, you know, the idea that if you are a leader, you have to be there alone, and somehow people will follow you, right? That's, you know, kind of a cliche. Uh, that has always been there. Uh, and I think what is very, really beautiful from the feminist perspective and how we try to co-create, we try to co-lead, we try to... So sometimes 
even if you are not the person who's speaking or being at the center, you know that you are co-creating. You know mm -hmm. that even if someone else is raising her own voice, some part of you is there too, that decisions are, you know, made collectively and, um, and that you are not just talking about this unique um, leadership style, but that we, in fact, are deconstructing that concept and created a new way to co-lead with uh with other women and i think you know i think that's the environment where i i was lucky to grow up uh with the organizations and 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 i think it definitely changed my idea of seeing how you know good leadership would look like you know? to me if you are not creating opportunities uh for other women around you and you have the political power to do that there's something there that you could learn and improve to see how your role and your decision-making power could definitely create an impact for, for other girls. And, and you're also talking, uh, you've also touched on qu quite significantly a new, a different vision of feminist leadership, which is the co-creating, whether you're doing it or not. It's, you know, you're, whether it's your voice or not, you're part of it. So you are co-creating. It's just not about whether you yourself are shining. Right. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is a very different model than a traditional model. Yeah. Yeah. And you talked about um, intersectionality, feminist, intersectionality feminism. So can you talk about that? Can you tell us what that means to you? Yeah, I think, you know, I think I approach uh, to, uh, to the concept. I think I imagine that this, this has been the case for so many other women. I think when you are like in my case, you know, I grew up in a, in a city that is right um, in one of the central provinces of Panama. So I didn't grow up in the capital city um, in uh, first and I'm, Afro-Indigenous descent, so that, that's also, you know, part of my identity. Uh, English is my second language, so I've always been exposed, you know, people, you know, making comments over my accent or how I look. Um, um, and I think, you know, that's, that's, you know, the difficult part when your when you're leadership and your uh, intelligence is questioned, not because of what you are doing or saying, but because how do you look like or how do you, you know, you pronounce some words. I think that's tough. Uh, and, and I think, you know, it's the experience of many other uh, young leaders that are there, particularly women. So when you connect all that, you know, and you have your own experience of how you are dealing with those issues and how instead of blocking your leadership, you are trying to be creative uh, and to solve them because power dynamics are there. Like, I wish, you know, we couldn't just uh, change it forever and, and like that, but it won't happen like that. And, and I think um, it makes us be resilient as, as women leaders. Uh, and we are constantly, you know, I love exchanging ideas with other uh, 
with other women who are in leadership roles because we are constantly like, you know, this happened to me, this other thing happened uh, to them. And then we are exchanging and learning from those experiences. So that's why I think um, the intersectional feminist approach to me is so connected with the leadership styles because it, it, it gives, you know, help us understand why, um, you know, discrimination and obstacles are there for us, but also how can we, uh, you know, be creative and resilient and, mm. and, and continue to pursue uh, our mission and purpose as individuals, but also as organizations. Thank you. I find that very inspiring. Uh, and, <laughs> and I wonder, when you look back at your younger self, what advice would you have give your younger self looking back? What do you know now you wish that you knew back then? Oh, that's a, you know, uh, that's a difficult question. Um, because, you know, I wish, you know, I could, you know, give the little Giovanna so many other advices. Uh, but I think um, to pursue more um, intergenerational alliances, mm. I think, you know, at the same time that I, I noticed that what I was describing, you know, power dynamics were so difficult, from time to time, I remember myself just being, you know, you have your moments where you are just so tired to be fighting the system, right? And, and, and I think, you know, that advice to me uh, for my younger self would be look for more alliances. Mm. Um, you know, what else could you do when you know that you won't change the system immediately? Um, the other piece is just be, you know, uh, take, you know, so take some breaks. I think, uh, I think it's like we are in that constant, you know, fight and wanting to evolve. And I think, you know, I, I, I was all the time trying to think and, uh, and propose new ideas. And I know that from time to time when I was younger, I don't know, I, I probably, you know, being you know more in the movies with my friends or doing something else um i was too focused on um on the purpose that I, i've been pursuing uh and the fight for women's rights and uh and sexual and reproductive rights particularly um that would be it but i think you know when i look back even if i think that that's a good advice um, I, I have zero regrets. Like I, 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 I feel that um, with the tools that I have at the moment, uh, the resources that I, I was able to access and the opportunities, I think, um, you know, I, I, I still believe that, you know, the choices I made, uh, sometimes constrained choices, um, we're the ones that I, I, I feel proud now. Mm. And, and I know that I'm, you know, puts me in a, in a position that I'm able to be uh, learning more and more and more. I have learned so much from so many people because the spaces that I'm being able to share with them. And, you know, I, I just, I feel fortunate to, to, have, to have those opportunities. Thank you. I want to pull out 
a, a part about you, which is all the people that have supported you and helped you to um, step into those spaces. They saw something in you uh, that they said, well, this will, you know, she can do this or she will be able to do this or we need her voice here. And, and you had some inkling in the, you that you believed that they, what they were saying, or you saw it in yourself. And I wanted to pull that out. Well, first, do you think that, that, am I getting that somewhat right? Does that sound right to you? Or am I off base here? I don't know. Like, you know, I think I cannot speak for them. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, I have the feeling because um, I'm still close to so many of those, uh, you know, amazing women. They are just amazing. You know, I was just one of so many that they were just trying so hard to create opportunities for. So, um, yeah, maybe they, they saw something, but maybe it was because they were so committed mm. to creating those opportunities um, that it was part of their, you know, their ethics, the, the way that they behave, the, their leadership style. And I was just, you know, so fortunate to be around and uh, get to know uh, each other, I guess. Okay. I still think you must have seen something in you. And I hear that you're saying that maybe they just are raising all the boats. You know, they're so. And you still had to be the one who said yes, who didn't say, oh, I'm not good enough for that. You know, I'm not the right person for that. So you yourself also said yes, which and the reason I'm raising this up is uh, that I know so much men and women, but a lot of women, we struggle with that. We think, oh, I need to learn more before I say yes to that. I need to have more experience before I say yes to that. And, um, and I want to, maybe you did that, maybe you didn't. And you said yes to a lot of things before you had all you know you weren't you were new you were just growing you were fresh and you still said yes so. yeah i think it's uh to me and, and it's something that i still use to make decisions like when i have to say yes or no to something um to me it's like um not if i'm completely ready or not ready uh, because I think that, you know, could definitely change uh, yeah. depending on the situation or the challenge. To me, it's like I'm unready to have the learning mindset that is mm. required for, you know, from me to take this challenge right. seriously and then commit and then being, uh, you know, really committed, being disciplined to so I can, you know, give the best of myself to this particular challenge. And I think that's what, you know, when I have to make a decision to me, it's like, um, if I'm all in, you know, to learn and to uh, exchange ideas with other people, because I don't, I don't think, you know, I don't have this feeling that I, I, I never feel like completely ready for anything. Like I, I, you know, I have my doubts, like what do I have to learn? Uh, right. Where should I be, you know, uh, you know, experiencing more uh, or, 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 you know, benchmarking. 
to like uh, what other leaders are doing. And, and to me, it's a matter of, you know, really having been humble to recognize that I myself, you know, don't know everything, never will know everything and that I have to learn and have to work hard. Like, I think that's, you know, to me, the combination. I don't, I don't think it's, um, you know, kind of being lucky or not. I think if you commit yourself, uh, once you're, you know, you say yes to the opportunity, it's, it's a combination. And, and, and that's what I'm seeing from many other leaders, like women that are constantly inspiring me. They really work hard. Uh, to be there. It's not an easy task for any woman mm-hmm. in leadership position. So I see that, you know, you need to work hard. Unfortunately, men in many, many occasions harder than men, right? To be able to uh, to to have a, a role and an important seat in the table. And, and I think, you know, I, I hope that we can change the world. I do hope that that's not the case for the younger generation. But in the meantime, here we are, uh, still fighting the system, right? Yeah. And I, I so appreciate you talking about the learning mindset, like knowing, going in and knowing I always, I'm always going to have a learning mindset. I'm never going to think that I know enough. And then the working hard also. Um, and it is what, it, you know, it is this, this is what we have right now. So we just show up and do our best and change the world. Yeah. So, <laughs> Giovanna, I am so grateful, really profoundly grateful for you coming and talking about your vision of leadership and your own experiences. I love holding up these women who we have not named them and yet holding them up um, as having done their part in changing you and changing the spaces that they're in. And I'm glad that you're out there doing, doing your thing. So thank you. No, thank you. Thank you really for, for having this conversation. I think, uh, you know, it is part of also to me, um, also taking the risk to, uh, to do something. I think the past when we, um, we aspire a world where, you know, women's rights are all hope, you know, and, and, and that we, uh, women can see a different, uh, you know, environment for us. And so, so much is required. And, and I do hope that we, you know, can, you know, share and, 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 and be there to support each other. Because I think uh, uh, sometimes we can, you know, get tired or, um, or, or think that the task is too, you know, too big. But I, I think, you know, there are so many inspiring women out there. Uh, and, and that's how I, I think, you know, it keeps me moving. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much, Joanna. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> 